<clears throat> it's coming home. Hello everyone and welcome back to episode 2 of season 2 of the Football Plug podcast. Uh, how are you doing Jack? Yeah, good mate. It's been a good week. Been working lots. The sun has been shining so work has been a bit too busy. Um, been on a field serving beer, serving gin and tonics. It's been good fun. Yeah, but, uh, I know the the feeling. We can't complain about the weather mate. Let's not complain about the weather because the sun is shining. Football starts in a few weeks. It's coming home. Gareth Southgate and the boys are going to bring the trophy back to London. Absolutely. Now we're going to look at uh, the two finals we had last week going on, which was the Europa League final, the Champions League final. And then, of course, we're going to be looking at Gareth Southgate's 26-man squad. So without further ado, let's get into it. All right, then, let's get this chat out of the way. Europa League final. Last Wednesday night, was it? I think it was. It was. Manchester United, Villarreal. As you probably know, as a massive meme was made out of it, and if you've been living under a rock, Villarreal lifted the Europa League trophy. Um, 90 minutes, well, 120 minutes of stalemate, really. Uh, it was one all. After 90 minutes, nothing happened, really, in the 30 minutes of additional time. And then we went to penalties. And what I saw there can only be described as like 21 of the most exceptional penalties I've ever seen in my entire... Like 21... Actually, there was one. One Villarreal player, De Gea, should have saved it. But um, so let's call that 20 unsavable penalties. They were excellent. I think the best penalty of them all was Villarreal's goalkeeper. That yeah, it was not bad, was, was it? Was, I feel like it was literally just, I'm just going to smash this and see where it goes. It? Absolutely rattled it into, not really like the top, top corner, but it was unsavable. Yeah. Absolutely rattled it. I suppose we should probably talk about uh, how Manchester United came to lose that game. Um, obviously, the 90 minutes, the 120 minutes aside, against most teams, unless you're playing against a Sunday league team, right? Penalties is luck of the draw. Oh, 100%. Right? Yeah. No, n- no, not luck of the draw, but it, it can, obviously, it can go either way. No one's two a favourite at the time. Exactly, because if you're a professional athlete, professional footballer, you should be able to put the ball in the back of the net from 12 yards every single time. Like, that should be your absolute bread and butter. So, in theory, every penalty should be scored. It's whether the goalkeeper can save it or not. Um,. But, as a Man United fan, that's not good enough. We should have had that game wrapped up in 90 minutes. Yes, Villarreal are a half-decent Spanish team and they have a half-decent, well, actually showed on the night, a pretty decent manager. It was just unacceptable the way we didn't show up. Um, Notable performances from Scott McTominay. I thought he was brilliant. I think it's uh, the he, same he as usual. Absolutely ran the show. Cavani worked his ass off. Shaw had a de- half decent game. Half as well. decent game, but to be fair, by Shaw standards, it was still pretty weak. He didn't really bomb down that left hand side as much as he did. But that's because Rashford was doing nothing. Yeah. Pogba was doing nothing. 
Lindelof was god awful. Twan Zabi, was it Twan Zabi? Yeah, he played. Yes, it was. It was awful. Wambasaka, very average. Uh, when Fred came on, he added nothing to the team. Uh, and who else? Who am I missing? Fernandez. Fernandez. Who? Yeah. Who did he play? I, I, we should have bought him on. We might have won the game if we bought him on. Um, just disappointing, really, because it's little things like that that are the difference between a half decent season and actually a shit season. And I think, um, I think that's the difference between the two finals that we saw is that Villarreal won obviously on penalties. They didn't play amazingly. They they obviously had a decent game because they came away with a win. They obviously took it to extra time against Man United. So they obviously had a decent game. But they didn't play exceptional. Whereas the other final, which we'll talk about in a bit, obviously you saw incredible performance. So it's, it was one of them finals that was just... It, it was more like... It felt like a pre-season friendly at one point. Like I was just was, watching... Was, a, was oh, a, we're going to test a few really players. It was a really boring game, wasn't it? it? It was pretty boring. Not many... There wasn't really many attempts on goal at the end of the day. And how are you meant no, to win a game? I, I, I mean, to be fair, the other game was a lot better. The Champions League final only had like three attempts on goal. But the standard of football was, yeah. was obviously a lot higher. My problem being a Manchester United fan is how can we have such... You know, you're an Arsenal fan, you can admit, you look at that Man United team, you're like, oh, that's, that has got some world-class players in there, some superstars in most positions. I'd say there's probably I've, only two you know, we've positions. Not, we've not got two class centre-backs, we've got one class centre-back. Yeah. And we could do with a, not a 34-year, as good as he is, not a 34-year-old striker. And maybe something a little bit stronger on the right wing at the moment. But by the by, every other position is good or yeah. good enough to beat Villarreal. I. How can that team beat Liverpool, but not beat Villarreal? I I don't know. It's it's a. Man United this season have been very on off. It's either been, hundred percent scary attacking football, or we have not shown up one bit, and we chose, our only chance at silverware, for that season to not show up, and that is disappointing, and it's just not good enough, really. So as a, as a United fan. Obviously, there's a lot of questions now. People asking questions of Oli. Obviously, he seems to have the backing still. Two questions. Would you now describe your season as unsuccessful? Yeah. And would Yeah, of course. Would you... it's no, cause, uh, and I'll justify that. It's, it's no, no silverware. Yeah. And what does second mean? Best of the losers, what? like we said before. Best, that's, not, that's, not, yeah. that's, that's rubbish. That. I might as well be third. Yeah. I might as well be fourth. Do you know what I mean? There's no... It gets us a Champions League spot, but so does third and fourth. It, you know, yeah. Uh, Leicester won something. Chelsea won something. Manchester City won the league. You know, we. It is. It's an unsuccessful season, and and I assume your next question is probably going to be about Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. What What are your <clears> thoughts, <throat> in or out? Yeah, in. I I do. I in. I personally I, think. Yeah, I, in. I think he that. is the man for the job. I just think you know people were like absolutely slating him for not making any substitutions, and I thought, yeah, well, do you know what? Neither would I if I looked at that Manchester United bench. Neither would I want to take Pogba or Fernandes or Rashford off for Dan James or an ageing one matter or a Van der Beek who doesn't show up in any game, let alone a big final. So I, I can see why he kept that team on because you should have faith in your first eleven to get the job done. Yeah. And he's looked at the bench and thought, 
there's no game changers on this bench. And that there, I think, is the problem for Manchester United. Um, if things aren't going well for City, they bring Aguero, they bring Jesus, they bring Mares on, they'll bring, you know, I don't know, they'll swap around the defence, they'll bring Cancelo on for Walker, yeah. or do you know what I mean? Or Mendy for Zinchenko. They've such strength in depth, which Man United do not have. No. And that, I think, is Manchester United's problem. I don't think it's Solskjaer. A lot of people might disagree, but that that's that's what I, that's my opinion. What do you think? Do you think I'm sort of no, right I, I in think, that way? I, as an outsider, I think Ollie's done a great job since he's come in. I know he started; it wasn't the he best has. start. It was you, a bit you, of a slow you start. You can't deny, can you? But he he has, and I know, like we said, second isn't the best. But he has taken United back to second. They are now yeah. starting to compete again. So it clearly is something going right for him. I think with a bit of extra influx of money for the squad and being able to invest a bit more in some players then he'll have the strength in depth he'll be able yeah, to replace 100%. people like like you said Lindelof he will now be on the bench and that's not a bad person to have on your bench as a centre back no he's this a, he's is a what I mean centre back to come. he's yeah yeah that that's the strength in depth that we need to have a half decent person that's got experience on the bench yeah you know, not starting at but that, that has to happen in the summer. We have to do that. Otherwise, Chelsea, City, Liverpool, Leicester, Leicester maybe. Yeah. If, if if Spurs sell Harry Kane, they're going to have 150 million quid to play with. You, you know, maybe if Arsenal make some signings, they could do something. Manchester United have to catch up. It's not... A, it, otherwise, we, we got... No hope of winning any silverware next year if we don't. Yeah. There's no way... If we don't, you know, bolster the squad, we can compete with the likes of those teams. It's it's not possible. All right, then on to the next final. Um, the newly crowned champions of Europe, Villa. No, I mean Chelsea. Um, so let's talk about that game. Again, like the other Manchester club, Manchester City sort of their one game in the season where they didn't show up <laughs> was you know, the Champions League final. That is not a game to not show up in. It's hard though, because I look at the game and I'm like, they've dominated possession. They were obviously trying. And as much as we can like sit and say, oh, City only had one shot on target and all this rubbish. I think people take, are using that and not giving Chelsea the praise they deserve. Because that team... Oh, no, yeah. Chelsea's... Was- Chelsea and Tuchel man, deserve massive incredible. praise. Incredible. The defense, I mean, was I, I don't even know. It was like Rudiger. What? Like where? Where? Why is he now suddenly world class? Like actually oh, world yeah. class. I think his tackle when Foden was going through on goal. Oh, was, in like the eighteenth minute or something. That was one of the best tackles I've ever seen. Yeah, that, um, that's going goal bound. That's going top right hand corner. As much as and Rudiger uh, has Havertz, physically stopped that. Yeah, Havertz put him one nil up, but that at the end of the day won them the game. That tackle. Yeah, 100%. Because City would have kicked on from there, wouldn't yeah. they? And it would, have been, it would have been curtains for Chelsea. Incredible. And I think it was just... Kante obviously had a phenomenal game. Oh, what a player. Rhys James. That, That's the thing. Know. Take Kante out of the question. I think Chilwell and James had the games of their lives. Yeah, and, and, and that's, that is the difference at the moment. You know, league position aside, between teams like Manchester United and City and Chelsea, in the big games, 
the big players need to step up. Otherwise, you don't yeah. win trophies. Like you don't. They, they, you know, they stepped up a few times during the league, but you know, we picked up points elsewhere, so that didn't really matter. It's it's got to be the big trophy games that you that you step up in, and Chelsea players did. Both the Manchester teams didn't. Um, I do think the game could have been a little different if De Bruyne didn't go off injured. What did he go off injured in like the 70th was, minute? I think it was a, bit, a little bit earlier. Yeah, like 60th yeah. minute. He's got a, a left orbital and a nasal, nasal fracture. fracture. So yeah. he is absolutely buggered, what? that skull. When it happened, I didn't really see a lot. I was like, oh, clearly there's been contact. And when he stood up, I just remember seeing that puffy black eye. I was mm. like, okay, something's not... That puffed up straight away, yeah. didn't it? Um, yeah. So I, I don't really have much more to say about the Champions League final other than, like, if, imagine coming to England uh, and, you know, nine months, six months into your... Well, when did Tuchel get the job? January? Yeah. It was January, wasn't it? And Five he's... months into your job and you've taken your team into third? Third? Fourth. 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 Yeah, yeah. Fourth and won the Champions League. Yeah. Like, come on. I know. That's... It, it, He's scary good, isn't he? He is scary yeah. good, that too. I think he it sets was... up a team well. Let's be honest, Chelsea don't play the most exciting football. It's it's not like crazy attacking, but it gets the job done. Yeah. It's definitely it's definitely defensive minded, isn't it? Yeah, a hundred percent. It's like you said about Tuchel. It's like, I think I've read that he's faced Guardiola three times this season. He's faced Zidane. I think it was either once or twice. He's faced Ancelotti, Mourinho, Klopp. I, I think he's I won think um, every single game and conceded two goals. I think Tuchel's beaten Pep four times this season. That's mad. That's crazy. He's he's unbeaten against. It's it's. I know it's not about it, managers yeah, competing scary. against each other, but obviously when you're saying that Pep Guardiola, everyone would agree he's the best manager on the planet, probably right now. Yeah. Oh, he's and, got he, and he's yeah. beaten him every single time he faces him. He he's clearly knows the key into that breaking his Tuchel's, teams down. Tuchel's got to be. Third or fourth, and he's got to be third or fourth. It's got to be Pep. Then I suppose you got to say it's Klopp. Klopp in there, yeah. Then it's probably, even though he's out of a job now, probably Zidane. Zidane. Yeah, I mean he's won maybe three Champions Leagues or four Champions Leagues in the last three or four yeah. years. So I suppose we got to give that to. Zidane. Then it's got to be Tuchel's based on tactic. It's got to be Tuchel, yeah. isn't it? Tactically, and, he's amazing. Yeah. yeah, and and it's a shame, you know. Although we like our managers at our clubs, mate, they ain't in the top they're not, ten. They're not competing with those. No, they're not in the top. F- they're probably in the top fifteen. Yeah. but you know. Oh well. Before we move on quickly, I've got a quick question, which obviously you obviously experiences this season. I've seen a lot of posts going around about Manu and Man City, and obviously the second place medals that go out to them. A lot of players take them off. And a lot of players keep them on. People have been moaning that it's disrespectful that players take their medals off. What's your opinion? For a player to for a player like for a team obviously finished second for you and you watched all your players take the tro- uh, medals off. I think it was one of them was Cavani who didn't, and people praised him for not taking it. What's your opinion? Yeah, C- Cavani's a very respectable man. He's yeah. very he's been around the block. Um good sportsmanship, whatnot. Yeah, I I see it from both sides. Um, let's say Manchester United won, and I saw all the Villarreal players 
taking their medals off as soon as they put around their neck that would like that would make me laugh like yeah like, ah, like you're sad that you lost you're all crap way better than you but when i see the man united players doing it I do see that it is a little bit disrespectful. You got beaten. Take it like a man. Yeah. Um, take it on the chin. Don't let it happen again. But then I also quite like the... I'm not wearing this. It's this isn't good, good enough. enough. This isn't Manchester United. I don't want a second second place medals. I, I put them in the recycling. I don't care about them. I want winners medals only. So I... I like the mentality, but then I also see maybe keep it on until you get to the changing room. Show a bit of respect to the other team, okay. then chuck it in the bin. Yeah, but I what agree. do you think? You agree with that? Yeah, yeah. no, I, I, it's exactly the same from your opinion. I've, when I remember when Arsenal finished second to City last season in the um, Carabao Cup, a lot of players were taking the medals off. I remember Bellerin got a lot of hate for taking his off, but I was like, it's the same as what you just said. I obviously don't want them to be happy that they've come second. But like you said, respect the other team. You have lost yeah. the game. At the end of the day, you you didn't do your job. If you did yeah. your job, you'd be wearing that gold medal, not the silver one. So exactly. yeah, I agree with you. Exactly. Keep it on till the changing room and then on to the next season. Yeah. Okay then, Matt. So as we know, as we're all aware, everybody listen to this podcast, everybody in the UK, right? Not in the UK, in England right now. Everybody knows that in a few weeks' time, in a month's time, it's coming home, is it not? I'd like to think so, yeah. I, I, it's about time. No, 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 no. no. Sorry, Matt. Sorry. <clears throat> we'll try that again. It's coming home, yeah. isn't it, Matt? I'm an Arsenal fan and I'm okay. an England <clears throat> fan. I've been hurt right, too much in my life. Third, third time lucky, Matt. Here we go. Ready? Three, two, one. It's coming home, isn't it, it Matt? It is coming home. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> it's coming home. It's coming home. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, last week... Bossman put out a 33-man provisional squad. Uh, just yesterday, Bossman cut that down to 26, and we are left with our 26 players that are going to bring home the Euros to England. So basically what we're going to do, we're going to run shirt number-wise from 1 to 26, look at the player, do we think he should have gone? Yes, no. What will he bring to the team? Yeah, that's about it, really. So we'll start with numero uno, which is... The number one shirt, Jordan Pickford. Um, first of all, I think everybody was saying that oh, Jordan Pickford's not going to be the number one. Well, quite clearly, Gareth Southgate sees him as his number one goal. I thought it'd be Henderson, if I'm honest. I thought he'd be the number one goalkeeper. But Pickford's got the number one shirt. And I'm, I'm not mad about it. I'm not mad, if I'm honest. Um, yes, he's a little bit of a bumbling buffoon. But in an England shirt... At the World Cup, he was pretty good. Yeah, we all knew he was going to go, whether it was number one, number two. He, we all knew he was going to go, and I think Southgate obviously has a lot of faith in him, and he has held his faith with him since he's been in charge. I re- so, and I respect that. Yeah. I respect that. And every time Pickford's put on the number one jersey, fiery passion and decent performances. So I, I can't complain. I think that's what honest. you just hit on the head there. He is passionate and... When you're playing for your nation, you need to have that passion. Even when he plays for Everton, the amount of passion that he has, I think that that could be a little extra something. Imagine having him 100%. behind you screaming at you. If I'm even if I'm Maguire and he's shouting at me, I'm, I'll be like, all right, calm down. Yeah, I'm I'm listening to that. Yeah. So yeah, I think we're agreed. Pickford, fine. I yeah, mean, it, it's not really a shock. There was a thing. There was a little bit about him being injured. Would would he have made it if uh, Pope was fit? 
I think he still probably would. It would probably would have been Sam Johnston that missed yeah, out. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, but we'll come to that in a bit. Right, number two shirt, Carl Walker, uh, Mr. Versatile. One of the 177 right backs that Gareth Southgate has taken. Mm-hmm. Um, right back slash centre back. Depends if we play three at the back or yep. four at the back. Mr. Reliable. Uh, I think he's he's getting on a bit now. He's like 31. 30. 31. 31 yeah. But he's, he's still physically fit. He's absolutely rapid. He's strong. He's good in the air. Good at, going, good at getting forward. Good at coming back experience yeah. just won the league yeah absolutely uh, I, I've got absolutely no qualms about him being in the team I no. rate him as a player um, and that's all I think do, do you want to say anything no, about Carl Walker I, I was going to say you're coming off the back of a Premier League win and yeah. it's that experience it's just going to be experience as well because he's got quite a young squad in other places so I think that little yeah, bit yeah definitely that, that bit of experience is going to really come really come good for us so do you think he's going to be a starter or do you think it depend what formations we play Depends what formation we play. Um, I think with taking four right backs, it's going to be a. I think there's going to be a lot of rotation between the four of them. Um, but yeah. I, th- I think he'll he'll definitely he'll start the knockout stages if we get through when we get well when we get through the group stages. He'll definitely begin to start more the yeah. more it goes on to add that experience. I think. Yeah, hundred percent. Right, number three, jersey number three, Luke Shaw, your man. Um, yeah. I mean, again, not much to say about him. Mr. Consistent this season. He's I was going to say, ask, few ask games me last he's... season. No, ask me this season. <laughs> yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. Like, the last few years, probably not. Yeah. Uh, and, and that showed. You know, he's not played for England in a while. He yeah. got the call-up. So, Great. That, that's it. His left-back. Again, it'll depend what kind of formation. If we play him five at the back with win-backs, it's likely to be chill well. Chill well, yeah. If we're playing four at the back, it's going to be Shaw. Shaw also, if there's injuries, he's played at centre-back for Manchester United. Yeah. He's been half-decent. So, good. Another half-decent utility player. Number four, my guy, the best player in the entire world, Declan Rice, who I think is pivotal to this England squad. He has to start every single game. Make him the captain. I don't even care. Just, he's so good. I, I hope people... Get on the Declan Rice hype train right now because I I just rate him. I think he's a good old fashioned player. He just does his job. Yeah. He's so good. I think if you like, I'm not sure if he will start Rice and Henderson together, but that would be doesn't. that wouldn't be such a bad partnership though. I don't think in if they're in the more in that holding position. But we've also think, got a lot of attackers, so one of them is going to have to drop out. Yeah, I. I I really hope we don't start most games with two defensive midfielders. We've no. got so much going forward that it'll be a shame. Agreed. To not waste one of the positions. If we, you know, if we're against France, yeah, all right, chuck in Henderson and Rice. Yeah, but when we're, um, you know, against Scotland or something. Yeah. You, we don't need two holding midfielders. We are, no our defence is strong, people. but it's not our it strongest is, it? asset. It is. Our strongest no. asset is going forward. So why don't we, yeah, utilize yeah, let's, that? Let's use it. And I think Declan Rice is the man who would be most beneficial for us. He's also young. I know Henderson's got heaps of energy. Hungry. But he's hungry, yeah. heaps of energy. He probably, not in a sense, he probably feels like he wants to prove himself because he is so young. So that's going to be another yeah. thing. He wants to cement his place in the England team for the next eight years yeah, or something. Agreed. So great choice again. Number five, John, John Stones. Stones. After this so season, again, like like Luke Shaw. Uh, like yeah. two years ago, three years ago, no, thank you. That bumbling idiot at the back, I'd rather not. This season, please 
second name on the team sheet he behind starts. Harry Kane. He definitely Yeah, starts. he's brilliant. He's brilliant. And I've got no more to say about John Stones. Uh, I, think, I think Stones and Maguire complement yeah, each other say number five really and six, nicely. Like Obviously, number six is Harry Maguire. The pair of them together obviously complement each other. Harry Maguire is not as, not as pacey. So Stones no. will complement that. Stones Harry Maguire wins Harry Maguire everything in the air. Yeah, exactly. It's a nice compliment there. Depending Kane and Maguire on those set pieces, like yeah. that's going to be dangerous. I mean, cool. it, it you know Harry Kane at, at the World Cup on set pieces it was dangerous. Yeah, I think he got like three or four headers or something. And that's the thing. He, um, Maguire can and Stones can get yeah. a goal. Yeah, yeah, I I rate that. Um, so Maguire, I, I think Maguire along with Rice are one of two of the three players yeah. that are key to England. Obviously, the other player is Harry Kane. Yeah. I think Maguire, Kane and Rice are going to be the three players that are so key to England's potential success. No, no, no. <clears throat> to England's success. Actual success, yeah. <laughs> Number seven, uh, Jackie Jack Grealish. Grealish. Um, first major competition for Jackie Grealish. Yeah. Um, buzzing for him. Absolutely deserved. Will he start? I think he's definitely good enough to start. But will Southgate Stick with what he always does and play Sterling on that left-hand side. Yeah, don't know. He's, we'll have to see. He's a versatile oh, we... player. To be fair, he can play on the left and he can also play through the middle. But I think the issue with playing through the middle is we do have Foden, we have Mount, we have those yeah. players who can do that. But Grealish, again, hungry, passionate. Love. He just loves football. You can just see when he plays. He loves every minute he of it. Does. He does. My thing about Grealish is, and why there was no way he couldn't be left out of the team, and we'll get onto this about uh, Trent as well. I know I've changed my tune, and in, in the first series I was anti-Trent, mm-hmm. and now I've come to my senses. Um, Grealish, as we know, for the past two seasons in the Premier League, has had the most fouls committed on him. He's won yeah. the most free kicks for two years in a row. Um, that could be absolutely vital to England. Yeah, you know we're playing uh, Portugal or Belgium or something. It's the 88th minute and it's one all. Grealish makes a little run, gets nicked just outside the penalty box. Yeah, uh, Trent puts in an absolute on the money ball. Harry Kane's there just to nod it home. That's almost it's almost like a free shot on goal. The amount of free kicks that Grealish wins. So yeah, he's vital to the team. Vital. So number eight, that we just spoke about a bit, a little bit ago, Jordan Henderson. He's got to go. Yeah, I think he's got to he go. Ha- he has got to go. Because he let's be honest, not, he's a good player. He's, he is an exceptional player, and he's a leader. Captain of Liverpool. He's also yeah. is he vice captain of England, or is he? Uh, I want to say he is. Yeah, I want to say uh, he is. He he needs to be there for those younger players to support yeah. them. If, th- if things aren't going well against France and we need to create something and it's half-time and not much is happening, you stick a leader on out there. If yeah. the team's looking a bit lost, he's going to be yeah, he's going to be very, very helpful for the team. He's going to no be doubt. in and around that starting 11, whether it's yeah. he's number 11 or number 12. He'll be, he'll be there. Yeah, 100%. Uh, next on the list, our number nine, the man that, if the others don't turn up, will single-handedly win the Euros yeah. for England. Uh, it's Harry Kane. Mate, do we need to say anything no. about Harry Kane? I, I, I think we spoke about it last week when we were chatting about no. how exceptional his season he's been. For he's going to win the Euros Golden Boot. It's it's just it's a given. He's going to score lots of goals. He's going to score a hat-trick against Scotland. It's going to be beautiful. Who does he put around him? That 
it doesn't really matter. That's the t- it, I don't even it think it matters. Matter. If, once he gets you the ball. Put, yeah. And the thing is about Kane, he drops deep and he creates people, he yeah. creates things for the runners off him, which is, oh, I imagine like Foden running in off him, Sancho, Sterling, Rashford, Mount making runs from deep. Declan Rice does these driving yeah. runs from deep. Oh, it's crazy. I'm trying not to get too excited. Right. But it is coming home. But that is Kane. Now, moving on to number 10, there were a lot of people have been up and down. Again, right, for me, can you leave him out the squad? No. Because he's been such a loyal servant to England. Also, on his day, he's exceptional on his day. Yeah, he is. My question, my thing is, and I think we spoke about this when we looked at the potential squads like, like a few months ago. Yeah. Remember I asked you, like, when was the last time you saw him do it in an England shirt? Yeah. I, I just can't remember that. No. I, I know. But I think he starts every game. I think he's going to... I think Well, I, in my opinion, I'm not sure. I think he will start every game in Southgate times. Mm. I, I do think he'll start him above Grealish. Yeah, I, I think he might start games, but I don't think he'll... Do you know what? For most of the attacking players, there's no way they're doing a full 90 minutes because there's so much attacking no. talent on the bench. It's going to have to be swapped around. I also think Grealish is quite injury prone. So having Sterling in there anyway, whether it's a starter yeah. or giving Jack 20 minutes at the end of a game, he needs to be there. Yeah, 100%. As much, he's, quite, he's still young, Sterling, and he's one of 26. our most experienced players. Yeah. So, yeah, he's 26 and he's very experienced. He's been playing... Uh, for England since he was like 18, I think. Yeah. 18 or 19. So, yeah, he, he's he, he's he's got to go. Yeah, he's got, Well, he is going. But I what I mean is he's got to go. Yeah, he's one of England's top 26 players. So he has to be in one of the 26. So, yeah. Well, you know, n- not just the the squad numbers, but he, I would say that he's one of England's top 10 players as yeah. well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so next, uh, number Rashford. 11, Marcus Rashford. Um Again, bit of an on-off season for Marcus Rashford, yeah. but yet still he's got like he had like fourteen assists, seventeen goals. Can't not go. He's, again. he's and he's been very, very on and off injured as well this season. This is I don't think Rashford is going to get a huge amount of game time. If I'm honest, do you not? Uh, no, because he is carrying lots of injuries. He's he's he needs a an operation on his ankle, one on his shoulder. He's still got a bad back. I think he could do with as little football this summer as possible. He'll be used as and when. I don't think he is going to start many games, if I'm honest. Where would you play him? Left or right? On the left, on the left hand side. Yeah. yeah, on the left hand side. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That that's all I've got to say about yeah. that. Really. Like you I, said, obviously, he's... you know, as a Manchester United fan, I, I adore Marcus Rashford on his day. Marcus Rashford is phenomenal when he's running at people. Yeah. But when he's not on his day, he's the most frustrating player I've ever had the displeasure of watching. I think a thing that we can look at with Rashford is his... And I think it's the whole squad that Southgate's picked. And and people can argue about the four right-backs, but Southgate's obviously picked a very, very versatile team. And Rashford can do left, right, or he could could play as a striker. Or through the middle. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. he'll be used like maybe he won't play like you said he'll be, but he'll definitely play as and when when called upon when needed he'll give it all. But you know, <clears throat> up and down season aside, injuries aside, he was always going, wasn't he, Marcus Rashford? Oh yeah, definitely. So 
so that you you can't you can't argue with that. Yeah. Number twelve, Kieran Trippier. Again, one of the four hundred right backs. Kieran Trippier, proven with England, obviously. Mm-hmm. Great performances. That beautiful, beautiful free kick, which was probably the best moment in most people's lives at the World Cup. Um, and I think people give him don't give him enough credit. Um, they see that he's moved away from the Premier League and then you also sort of discount that. But when you look at his stats in La Liga, they're outrageous. So they're like they're 100%. like Trent Alexander-Arnold stats. I've actually got... I, I I thought exactly what's come out of your mouth, and I feel like it's the same with maybe Sancho and Bellingham, because they don't play in England. Yeah, uh, yeah, I couldn't of, agree more. There's a lot of football fans out there who aren't football fans; they're Premier League fans. Exactly. So yeah. I've got some stats about Trippier just to run through quickly for you. Out of the four right backs, this is he's got the most tackles per game, most interceptions per game, most clearances per game. He's got the second amount of assists out of them. Most key passes per well, game. Those assists, I'd like to add, is only one less than Alexander-Arnold, by yeah. the way. And this is all competitions. It's not just La Liga. So he's also done this in the Champions League. And he's dispossessed yeah. the least amount of times out of the four of them. His stats That's are, crazy. are exceptional. And, all right, not as good as Trent. But he's got a pretty decent dead ball on him, as yeah. we saw at the World oh, Cup. that free he kick. Can whip yeah. In a co- yeah, do you know what I mean? He's... And I think with Ward-Prowse not going, we, Experience. we, we need some... Some of those balls and experience, yeah, agree with that. I, 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 for me, he had to go. For me, and I like him as a player. Yeah, you see, Manchester United have been linked with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of English yeah, teams to, are um, looking to bring him back now. Yeah. yeah, no wonder. That's what you get when you put in good performances. You get, you know, you get pulled back. Also, like we said, uh, would Walker. I want Trippier at Manchester United? Uh, yeah, probably would. But it's like we said with Walker. He's just come off the back of a league win. Yeah, so you've he's exactly. another you've got to have him there. He's a winner. He is a winner. Yeah, yeah, he's a winner. Again, he's he's a good he's a good wing back. Yeah. If 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 uh, Southgate decides there, uh, number thirteen, Dean Henderson. Um, yeah, not much to say about that. Been half decent for Manchester United. He was going. Um, yeah. He was going. He is probably. What I say, who's better, him or Pope? I don't know. I'll probably say Pope. Because Pope's had more time to prove himself. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I don't know. I'd say I'd say Pope's better, but I don't think Henderson's been given the time. No, uh, I think well, I think that time will decide. And and as we, I think as we mentioned that Pope would be going instead of Johnston had he not been injured. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I you know Dean Henderson was is always going to be the second choice keeper. Agree. Behind Pickford, I think. I assume. I mean, you know, this is just squad numbers. You know, Dean Henderson might be. Number Southgate's one. actual number one. Yeah. We, we don't know. Uh, 14, 14, Calvin Phillips. Calvin Phillips. Right. What do you think? Now, it's difficult. It's so difficult because I am a massive Ward-Prowse fan. And I don't yeah. think you can leave Ward-Prowse out of that squad. Bearing in mind, we've taken five midfielders. Do you take yeah, Calvin Phillips out? Only five and, midfielders. My, that's my, my problem is, do you take Calvin Phillips out and put Ward-Prowse in? Quality-wise, yes. But then we're still only five midfielders. Yeah. I think I think yeah. we should have taken more midfielders. But Calvin Phillips, he's a decent player. But we've also got Rice and Henderson who do that position. Ward-Prowse, I think, would have offered something. Yeah, more. I think this is the first... I don't know, Grant's going to be fuming. Yeah, that's in my head. I'm not going to wait for a message. Um, 
Yes, yeah, Grant's going to be sending some hate mail in the DMs. Uh, <laughs> sorry, pal. Much love. Um, yeah, disclaimer. I, I do think he's a good player. Would I have had Ward Prowse over him? Yeah. Yeah. Basically, yeah. I would have had Lingard over him? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Phillips. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's all I've got to say. Yeah. I, I suppose the only reason Phillips is in there is... Um, Henderson in that position is still carrying an injury, yeah. might not be fully match fit. So I suppose then that then we need two defensive midfielders. So I assume that's where the Phillips logic has come from. So I kind of understand it. He's yeah. not a bad player. I'm going back when he I'm played. Defi- for I'm England, definitely not mad that he's that he's in the squad. He had a great perform- he's played great performances when he's played for England. But Germany yeah, he's definitely good enough. And obviously we're not the managers. We're not seeing what's going on in training and stuff. So Southgate clearly sees something, and obviously I I trust him. Since he's yeah. been in charge, he's been great. So, for for me, no. But I look but forward you can to him see going. I'm, I'm happy for him going, especially yeah, with the yeah, season definitely happy for him. So, yeah, hundred percent. Uh, fifteen. Tyro Minks. Um, yeah, he's one of our best centre backs. We can't deny that. He, he's all right. He's good. If we play a three at the back, he'll be good because I think a left footed left back. Foot, yeah. That's that's I think why he's going. If yeah. I'm honest, I think if if Ben Godfrey was left footed, I think he'd go based on the season he's had. Yeah. Uh, but he's not. He's right footed. So I think that's why Mings is in, and that's all I've really got to say about Mings. Yeah, Mings. He's is, good. He, he's good. He's not world class. Um, he's one of Aston Villa's better players. He's done all right for England. He's he probably is one of our best top like six centre backs in England. So. Yeah, there was. There's not. We don't have a great deal of choice at centre back, and I'm not. I'm not. This isn't me saying, oh, he's only going because we've not got a lot of choice. He's a good player, but we also don't have yeah. a lot there. He definitely fair. deserves to go, and as as you said earlier, he is probably one of the 26 best England players. So yeah, he's got to go. Uh, Connor Cody. No, you're not really a fan of Connor Cody, so, are well, you? I, I, I am. I'm a fan of Connor Cody in a sense, but I don't know what it is. But he's quite slow. I think the way football's going, it's all about pace. Bang, 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 mm. bang, bang. Wolves haven't had the best season. I feel like no. Connor Cody might only be going because Harry Maguire's might not be fully fit. We're not too sure yet. I probably wouldn't have picked him. I probably would have gone with Godfrey. Ben Godfrey. Yeah, yeah. over him. But the experience, think... leader, captaincy at Wolves, exactly. It all yeah, adds... that, that, this is exactly this is exactly what I'm thinking. Cody's uh, the, the Ben Godfrey Cody debate. Uh, Cody's played for England before. Yeah, he's got the experience. I think he, he played in the October friendlies, didn't yeah, he? Or he the did. October warm-ups or whatever they were, and he played pretty well. Yeah, he so did. So I think that's what got him through the door. Do I think he's one of the 26 best England players? I don't know. No. Um. But again, he's all right. He's not going to start every game. He'll get a few minutes here and there. But that's it. You watch, he's going to win, score a header in the final now, isn't he? Oh. Oh, again, though, we look at centre-backs for England. Is he one of our top six? Yeah, he's one of our top six centre-backs for England. I yeah, know. I suppose you're right. 17. Jaden. Mr. Jaden Sancho. I'm so glad that he made the cut. The guy's a baller. His stats in the Bundesliga are out of this world. 19 goals, 15 Four-year-old. Yeah. He 19 starts. goals in the 19 Bundesliga. 19 goals. This is across all competitions, sorry. Oh, all goals, competitions. 15 assists. He plays 2.3 key passes per game. 
2.5 dribbles per game. Jesus. He's got a start. And he, he plays on that right-hand side, doesn't yeah, he, for he, Dortmund? Yeah, yeah, he does. I've I've got nothing to say about Jadon Sancho, other than he's not going to start every game, personally, I, think he, I don't I think. I think he should, but... I, I, Do you think he should? 100%. I don't um, think... I don't think there's anyone else I'm looking at who... Well, sometimes for England, Mount plays on that right-hand side. Yeah, now is an absolute ball. Oh, I, 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 yeah. Do you know what? Again, it's a, it's a great it's a great uh, dilemma to be in, isn't yeah. it? Um, nothing to say about Sancho. Nice. Yeah. Eighteen. This was a big talking point. Calvert. That sort Lewis. of that second uh, striker. Yeah. Um, back up to Harry Kane. Is it Calvert Lewin? Is it Bamford? Or is it um, Watkins? Watkins. Three. Very good. Strikers. My, who's my favourite out of them? Probably Ollie Watkins. Personally, for me. However, Dominic Calvert-Lewin has that little bit more experience in an England shirt by like one game. Yeah. Um, I think that is that. It's tough. Uh, isn't does it? that justify it? Do we? Uh, I'm looking at this as well, like I did at the midfielders. If Harry Kane picks up an injury, Calvert-Lewin's our number one. We have no yeah. other strikers. So Calvert-Lewin, I would have said he has to go. But well, and then we got we got Rashford, I suppose. I would have taken three strikers just to be on the safe side. But like, it's really? hard, isn't it? Someone had to miss out. Yeah. Calvert-Lewin had a great start to the season. Watkins performed consistently throughout the whole season, banging goals, so... It's a tough one. I and think Patrick that, Bamford the, was the third highest goal scorer. Yeah, and, but he didn't even four, make the 33, did he? Which yeah, is a problem. It's, it's crazy. It is crazy. Cavalloon, he's Especially you could say he's getting on a bit, Patrick Bamford. Oh, yeah, he ripe is. old age of only 28. Yeah. But it's a weird one. I'm happy for Cavalloon. He's a good player. They're probably all on he's par like, He's like a B-Tech Harry Kane. Yeah. They're all yeah. on par. So, I guess... You could you could argue a argument for you could argue it, it it went down to whatever game Gareth Southgate went to watch of each three yeah Calvert Lewin performed best in that game yeah do you know what I mean so it is yeah it is it's a it's a weird one coming at a close fourth for the fourth most key player to England's success Mason Mount uh, he's unbelievable this makes me sick to say it as a Manchester United fan but he is so. Top. Quality. Exciting to watch, and he's just so good at football. Distribution. I, I don't. Exceptional. I don't know how to. He's just so good. He's just so good. I don't know what to say, Matt. He's it's, just good. Joe, you know, and that, depending what Southgate's thinking with this starting eleven, for me, he has to be in there. But yeah, I don't I know don't, how well, it, I don't I don't think so. it figures don't, it out. Because can Foden has to be in there. They both can't. Yeah, play. but so does so does Grealish and yeah. and and I'd quite like Sancho to be but, in there. And, and they can't all play. If Rashford and Sterling could also play as well, when that'd be was cool. the last time Harry Kane we and... had an England squad and we're arguing everyone should start? Brazil yeah. probably felt like this when they had Ronaldinho, Ronaldo, Rivaldo, yeah, and, yeah. and we're <laughs> This is That's a exciting. great it's, feeling. It's good, but here's a good feeling. Mount Mount, one of the players of the season, so. Yeah, yeah, he he was always going. Oh, of course, of course. Moving on to another exciting player, 
Phil Foden. Oh, God. Wow. <laughs> what a player again. <laughs> Phil Foden and Mason Mount, very similar players. Yeah, they are. One one does it from the middle to the left. One does it from the middle to the right. Yeah. Are they are they the left and right wingers then? Oh, who knows? Oh, stop. <laughs> Southgate, knows? listen to this. He's, he's got to play. Yeah. He's got to play lots of football, Phil Foden. He's magic. He is a magic little player. I think we need to take care of him and rest him though when we can. Yeah. Because no, let's let's overwork him and then he's awful for City next season. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's uh one of the top five players in 100%. England right now. Hundred percent easily. Ben Chilwell, number twenty one. Uh, won't start if we're playing <clears throat> four at the back. We'll start, I think, if we're playing five at the back. Had to go. Simple there. Great, Great season. Well, actually, he's not had a, he's not had an amazing season. He's had a good season. Um, I think he's been helped out at the back. He, he, no, no, no. I, I'm not being fair here. He has had a good season, but I think Chelsea's defense has looked good with Aspilicueta, Thiago Silva, and Rudiger as well. Yeah. Chilwell's done more going forward, I think. Um, he plays very well in a back five, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. He plays really well. So um, we're looking at that. Yeah, I mean that left. You know, the right the right back spot was always up for debate. The left back spot was never up for a debate. It should have always been Luke Shaw and Ben Chilwell. Yeah, easy. Agreed. Agreed. That's with easy that. peasy. Twenty two. Trent Alexander Arnold. Now in series one, I said yeah. no, not performing well. Should be Reese James. I've now changed my mind. I agree. Apologies to her. How can fans. you not take that absolute wonder kid? His dead ball. Yes, he might not be the best defensively. Whatever. But what he can do with that right foot, whipping him, crosses, balls, free kicks. It's, as I said earlier, it's almost like a free shot. It's like a free like bingo at goal. Yeah. Someone's going to get on the end of it or it's going to spill around in the area. Someone's going to tuck it in. It's, it's like it's like a cheat code. It's like a little hack, isn't it? Yeah. Again, for all you fans out there who watch football and just think Alexander Arnold's going forward, this season's been his best defensive season he's played. And out of the uh, four right backs, he has the second best defensive stats amongst the four. So behind Trippier, don't believe all you read in the Sun. All you people yeah. out there, don't believe all these things. Because also, I don't know if any of you listened to the interview with Southgate. He actually told Trent Alexander-Arnold three weeks ago he was in the 26-man squad. So all of you yesterday who read, well, talking about Tuesday, that Alexander-Arnold might not be going, he already knew three weeks ago. So don't believe all you're reading. He's yeah. exceptional and he had to go. Yep, yeah, 100%. I wouldn't even be mad if, if injuries hit and and he got pushed up in like the 110th minute to like the centre of midfield, do you know what I mean? Yeah, Just absolutely. to try something new. Is he's a versatile player. Yeah. Exciting. Twenty three, Sam Johnston. He is the third choice goalkeeper. Yeah. That's it, all about it. He's not gonna play. Great season. Not gonna play. Yeah. Thank you very much. You've got to go. You've got to go. Great season, as you just said. Enjoy your caps. Um enjoy the experience. Take home that twenty three jersey, frame it. But unfortunately I don't think you're playing Sunshine. No. Um good luck next thanks. season at your new club. Wherever you yeah, go. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, good luck at... I reckon you'll go to... Burnley. No, Pope's there. No, no Sam Pope, Johnston. Pope will leave. Liverpool. Liverpool. You reckon? Well, it's a backup. Yeah, it's a backup okay. to uh, the second goalkeeper to Alisson, I think. Yeah. That's, that'd be a great move for him. He's definitely good enough. Yeah. Definitely yeah. good enough. Um, 24, Reese James. Number 17. Now, here's where I think that's a player that maybe we didn't need to take. 
Uh, Even though he's just won the Champions League. Out of the three of them. Out of the four of them, out, sorry. Out of the four of them, yeah. Rhys James could have been swapped for... Jesse Lingard. Ward-Prowse. Ward-Prowse. <laughs> yeah. It's tough, again, because, I, like I said before, I think he's gone with a versatile squad, and he can play right back, right wing back. He's played CDM. So he can... Yeah, and he's played at centre-back as well. He's played yeah. at centre-back a few times, so... And he's good. He is good. He's really good. He's had a great seat. Like he's, he's won the yeah. Champions League. He, that performance in the Champions League final. Yeah. Was that, that may have even cemented his place in the squad. Yeah. It's it's tough because all, all four of them have a shout at being in the squad. So I guess really, because I don't know if you saw Southgate said if it was up to him he could have uh, if the players were there and they were good enough he would have taken six right backs. <laughs> I think that's part of him <laughs> saying I'm the manager. I'm doing yeah. what I want. Yeah. But. They are they're t- all four of them. Now we've gone through them. How, it's tough yeah, to they leave are, them out. They're justifiable, yeah. 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 Which one would you have left out? And you can't. There's there's cases for each. Yeah. Twenty five, mate. Saka. Yeah. Now we spoke about this during the week. I bet you're absolutely buzzing for him, aren't you? Hundred percent. A hundred percent buzzing. I think it'll be great for him. He does not start. I'm not stupid. He's not starting. But again, left d- back, left wing back, left mid, right mid. He's there as backup, wherever he needs he to play. He is. He is. But he is so far down the pecking order of backup players yeah. that I think he could have been swapped out for a backup player. Does that make sense? Who? Do, do you know what I mean? Does, does that make sense? Like he's, so far, he's like third or fourth choice backup, so I think he could have been swapped out for a second choice backup. Do you know what I mean? A more backup backup. Is it, am I, I making think, sense? I, I get what you mean, I, yeah. I, personally, he is a very good player. Let's yeah. not beat around the bush. He's a great player. How old is he? 19? 20? Same age as Greenwood, 19. 19? Yeah. I, I, personally, I don't think he should have gone. That's my personal opinion. I would have rather have had Ward-Prowse or Lingard. I'm, I'm generally gutted for Lingard. I think on form, you know, Lingard's had a better season than Saka in no. those past six months. Has he not? No. And uh, okay. the thing is, a lot well, of players have shouted like Saka down. He's got seven goals and assists this season, which is the same as Greenwood when you add goals together. Key passes, he plays 1.5 per game. Decent. Considering he's played 20-odd games at left-back this season, he dribbles 1.4. He's fouled two times per game. Shots per game, 1.8 from left-back. Obviously, left wing-back, left mid, left right mid. He's not had a bad season. Actually, he's had a very good season for a 19-year-old. And I'm obviously going to have his back. I do think he's one of our best 26 players in England. Um, I don't... I'd... I, I, Personally, I don't. I think he's number 27. Do you know what I mean? No. I think he's so close. And I think he will be going to tournaments in the future. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. As probably, if he carries on the way he's playing, as probably like a first-choice player. Yeah. Um... I do. If if Greenwood wasn't injured, I think Greenwood goes ahead of Saka. I think we've got lots on that left hand side. We haven't got much on that right hand side. I think he would have picked Greenwood, but he shouldn't shouldn't do above Saka. But he would have done. I could just I could just know it. Yeah. No. No. no, I think I think I I I think Greenwood has had a better season. No. I've got the stats right in front. No, actually, not at all. He scored more goals. He scored twelve goals. From right wing yeah. and forward, Saka scored seven from left back and left wing. 
Yeah, well, there you go. He's, he's, scored, assists, he's scored more goals. Assists from left back, six. So Greenwood from right wing, three. Yeah. Well, yeah. Exactly. We, we, we've got plenty of assists in the team. Do you know what I mean? We, we want goal scorers. And Green, Greenwood's, Greenwood could have played right mid, right wing, and maybe centre forward if we were really desperate. No, I'm not going um, for this one. But I'm not I, buying I think, this one, sorry. No, but, no, but you, you know I'm right, though. If, no. If... If Greenwood wasn't injured, he'd be going oh, instead yeah, of Saka. Yeah, he would. I know for a fact Southgate would yeah. have picked him, but hundred percent. And if I was if I was uh, Southgate, I wouldn't have taken Saka. I would have taken Lingard for that ex- for that tournament experience. And I, that that stats aside, you know, yeah. um, Lingard's definitely had a better end to the season than Saka's had. Oh yeah, that that run that and you know if it if it was going on form, then Lingard should have gone. I'm I'm not I'm not mad no, that yeah, Saka's yeah. going. I'm not mad that Saka's going at all. Again, it's a great it's a great dilemma to have all these great yeah. players. I just think Lingard's experience the guy is literally on fire at the moment. And I think take him while he's hot. Because it you know, at the next tournament he's gonna be thirty years old. He's not in the squad. He's not in the squad. I'm not arguing is against he? Lingard. My thing is that he would not play because we have Mount Foden, Grealish. If I was going to fill up, take Saka out, I would put in Ward Prowse because, like I said, I thought yeah, oh, Lingard yeah, wouldn't uh, play. Do you know what yeah, I mean? I, yeah. As much, yeah. I, I think Lingard had a better second half of the season than Ward. When I think he's the third best second half of the season than anyone in the whole whole of the Premier League. But I think he. I don't know if he'd play because of the our options forward. That maybe someone like Ward Prowse might just be nice to. Then again, I love no, it. Okay. It's, yeah, it's so, yeah. I, it, is, it is a I, weird one. It I is hate, a weird one. I no, you, you are right there. You're right there. War Prowse, it was more likely to play than Lingard is, but I think Lingard would be more likely to play than Saka. Saka. Okay. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, it sort yeah. of makes that sort yeah. of... Um, yeah, yeah, Again, I'm not mad that Saka's going. He's going. Yeah. It's, it's coming home. Uh, number 26, the final player, Jude Bellingham. Now, <laughs> unreal. Literally, the guy's unreal. The right, guy's we were, everyone is sat here. Right? I read something, and I, it was so true. Everyone sat there and gone, "Why are we taking four right backs? Why aren't we taking this player? Why are we taking this player?" I've not heard one person say, "Why are we taking Bellingham?" The seventeen-year-old has so come out of nowhere. I'm like, "Good for him." Yeah, good, good for, for him. him. Honestly, he is an absolute baller. Yeah, he's sort of like he's like a weird defensive midfielder, midfielder, attacking, attacking midfielder. Mid. Yeah a 10 a forward it's like such a weird position he plays he can <laughs> sort of just do anything yeah he's great on the ball great uh, off the people ball. are people are saying that he has to start he's that good i'm not sure he starts but he definitely gets some game time definitely oh 100%. and he is 17 he's gonna i think he, i think he's 18 by the time the tournament starts i think i read that um he's got one two three four five he could have five more major tournaments in him. Oh he yeah. He could do six. He could if he if he sort of like James Milner's and goes up goes to one at like thirty two or something. He could have seven major tournaments by the time he retires. That's unbelievable. Uh, just putting this into pers- perspective for for everyone. Last season, not not the season just gone. Season before, he was playing in the championship, fighting to. To stay in the league for Birmingham. I know. And then Dortmund saw something and 
and I'm gutted that Manchester United didn't put the money on the table. Manchester United were in for it. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, and, yeah. We, and we didn't want to stamp up the 40 million or something. 30 million or whatever it was. Mental. And he starts week in, week out for Dortmund. And they've yeah, got some he's an quality midfielders. Yeah. I, I have no argument against Bellingham. I'm, I'm so... Bu- out of most of the players, I'm buzzing for him. He One of the most out of all of them. I think it's great that he's going. And... 17 year old I think it was the last person to do that might have been either Rashford Wayne or Rooney. Oh, Rooney. Rooney. Wayne Rooney oh okay. yeah it was Wayne Rooney yeah so yeah it's just amazing mental I th- he, like you said he'll get game time I think he'll get game time above some of the others who are on the list he'll play probably play yeah. more than he'll play more than Saka he'll play he might even play more than one of those right backs in there oh yeah yeah, so yeah definitely I wouldn't them. be surprised if he plays more than like Reese James or something yeah yeah good luck to him Man, and good luck to Gareth Southgate for figuring that absolute headache out. You play, you play players, you make people happy, you drop players, other people are not happy. It's it's going to be an absolute minefield, but that's why he's in the job. Yeah, He has to make those decisions. And he made some half-decent decisions at the World Cup a few years ago. Yeah, Let's absolutely. hope he makes some <laughs> as good decisions this year. Absolutely. And obviously we've got a... When this comes out, it would have been finished, but we've got an England game tonight. Um, oh, yeah, we do. Yeah, is it Estonia? Aus- is it? Est- Austria. Austria. Aust- it's Austria today. I don't know. I believe I it think, is I Austria. Think, I think it's Austria. And uh, Jesse Lingard's playing. Jesse Lingard's yeah. playing. Make that make sense, eh? It is Austria, yeah. It is Austria, yeah. 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 The reason uh, Lingard's playing, I've, I saw in an interview, it was because there's a lot of niggling injuries or knocks and stuff around the squad. Man United players aren't allowed to play because they're still on holiday as such from oh, how weird is that? Europa, uh, Europa so, League. So, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 we, we won't see a first team squad. No way. Bellingham will start. Saka will start. Reese James will start. Sam Johnston will start. I, I do think it will be uh, like a second oh, yeah. string England team. Well, it, well, um, all, all of those um, seven standby players who missed out on the squad are all in the squad because he said... If they're on call, they need to be in top performance. So he said a lot of them yeah. will feature over the next two friendlies anyway. So you probably might see a bit of, probably might even see Ben Coffrey tonight or yeah. next game. Good on him. Yeah. Good on him. Right. Well, we have come to the end of the episode, Matt. It's been a it's been a good episode it talking has. about the England squad. I'm excited. Feeling positive. Absolutely. Football's coming home. It's a great 26 man squad, <clears throat> which is you know. The, there's lots of things to be said about this squad, but there's only a few places that we would change. You know, there's like, yeah. we, we sort of agreed on sort of 25 out of the 26, which is good. 100%. Yeah, I think, and, and I think that's sort of the, the general consensus with everybody. They're pretty happy with the squad. And um, it's coming home. It's coming home, it? boys. It's coming home. So uh, we hope you've enjoyed this episode. Uh, any suggestions on what to do next time? Hit us up on the socials on the on the Instagram, which is at the Football Plug Podcast. Um, give us a follow if you're not following already. And uh, yeah, hope you've enjoyed. Matt, have a lovely week, mate. You we'll too. see you Enjoy the next time. Bye. <laughs>